Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. gentlemen how is it going it's the one the only brian rails who the fuck else yes i'm aware of what's been going on around the world and the precautions everyone is taking let's just get the uh show on the road shall we or the road on the show because of said coronavirus wrestlemania has now been pulled from raymond james there is to be no audience and WrestleMania will be run from the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. It's a good thing I didn't spend anything on Hall of Fame or others did not spend anything on Hall of Fame or NXT. I'm really sorry if you did. I don't know if they're going to issue refunds depending on the website you bought shit from. But that's uh, not the point of tonight. We're not going to whine and cry about refunds and what have you. But we here at Wrestle Radio Network decides to discuss. Oh, and by the way, Lady Wynn's been feeling under the weather. And also, by the way, for those of you wondering, no, it's not coronavirus. It's just she's not feeling good. The weather changes in Michigan a lot. So we'll get things going. <clears throat> so. <laughs> No demographic, no audience. These these people, these workers have been doing their craft for a long time. They're doing a show without an audience. That's got to be the toughest thing, not hearing a boo or a cheer from a live audience. And, and alive. I wish... With all my might that I could say I showed interest in WWE Raw. I turned it on. I watched the first two hours. Of course, it was a replay of Royal Rumble. And you know something? It's never bad when there's replays of certain things. When you watch the show and then The Undertaker comes out and he gets all mad and throws the table around because there's no contract. The matches tonight were Andrade Cien Almas versus Rey Mysterio. I mean, come on. Edge came out with a very uh, moving promo. Again, to be a performer in the pro wrestling business, you must perform in all elements. For Edge to, to stand there and do a promo 
with no audience reaction. Not one. By far, you know, that's the one of the toughest things to do is get up there and not hear any, you suck, or, you know, well, I'm glad the dual chants aren't going around. I don't miss those. Not at all. What I do miss is hearing the crowd boo and cheer and just react a certain way to a certain move or a certain word that gets said or a phrase. It's very difficult to watch these awesome dudes and awesome women get in that ring and just perform as if, you know, it's just a normal show. And that's, I'm just baffled by that. Gonna, yeah, the ratings are going to suffer, my friend, because there's no fucking audience. How dumb of a statement is that? Well, and some of you are laughing that WrestleMania is canceled. Like, yeah, the card looks, to be honest with you, kind of uh, a lost cause. But at the same token, it is what it is. If you're looking for me to just completely tear down WWE, you know, especially when someone states for the record, oh, well, I'm glad they canceled Mania, blah, blah, blah. Well, how about the people that were not so smart, you know, and bought the ticket? Not just us, man. These people who bought it from Australia and Europe, and then some of them thought, oh, you know, the card isn't looking too shabby. You got to cancel and Then... Here comes coronavirus, and there go the plans. It's supposed to be a celebration of Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, and sure there was no one there, and he can't really drink any beer. So Edge challenged Orton to a last name standing match, The Undertaker. We're supposed to sign... Uh, contract for tonight but it's like again it's hard for me to really relish in the fact that, oh you know the Undertaker's there it's not the same without the pyro and then the gong hitting I mean it was it just seems so weird the setting there's no ambiance so there's no Hall of Fame there's no NXT takeover because all the events have been cancelled so Edge said that Beth Phoenix was supposed to retire him. But instead, it incited the rated R superstar to come back. So anyways, uh, let's see. Tom Lawler and Saxon are back at the Performance Center. They talk about WrestleMania 36 will air from the Performance Center. No crowd is allowed. Okay, so... Come back from break and Taker comes in and starts flipping everything over, including the table. Then there's guys back on the Tron saying, I know what pulls your strings, Michelle McCool, blah, blah, blah. He said, AJ says, this is all Michelle McCool's fault. Money McCool, he says, McCool helps Taker off his crusty jacket. He uh, embarrass himself, blah, blah, blah. AJ signed the contract. 
Whoop-dee-doo. Okay, so Gallows and Anderson get destroyed by Taker. But to do, Taker's music starts back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading a review because it's kind of hard to remember certain things, folks. Especially the way things are set up. So, Andrade versus Ray. Really? The two hours of the rumble in Andrade versus Ray. And Ray, of course, won the match. Win it, okay. All right. Oh, my God. Another promo with Becky Lynch. All right. Okay, so she talked about Elimination Chamber. It's supposed to be, you know, a night for Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I guess there really was no purpose of having it because if Stone Cold was to come out, who knows what would have went down, what would have happened. So I don't know how strong the ratings were, but you know what? It begs the fucking question. How does how does a group of superstars work without all the pyro, without all the access that comes with their show? I don't know. But I do know that it, if anything, you know, they were showing a lot of Royal Rumble from the Men's Royal Rumble, and nothing's ever shown at Stone Cold actually showed up. Supposed to be Becky and Stone Cold. I guess Stone Cold was supposed to celebrate. I don't, you know what? I'm trying to find the results because I honestly, folks, this is irritating. Okay. Some of it's coming, showing up on the review. Thank you, sir. So it showed the Royal Rumble match. All right, cool, whatever. All the way from 1 to 30? Holy shit. That's a very, very long review. (laughs) Can you just get to the point? Thank you. Okay, never mind. Mm -hmm. Wait, is this what I think it is? No. Of course we know who won the Royal Rumble. Holy fuck. AJ Styles and Undertaker. Whoop-de-doo. Dallas and Anderson get, you know, destroyed. I thought it wasn't bad, but it's like... (laughs) Okay, Mysterio won against Andrade. This is just repeating itself in a fucking loop. This is irritating me. Calls out Shayna Baszler. All right, so back to Stone Cold. Here we are. Replay showing Rhea Ripley punching Charlotte Flair. Okay, Kevin Owens is Essex Owens. Blah blah blah. Please. Stone Cold will be out next. All right. 
They showed clips of Stone Cold Steve Austin beating Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14, which was my very first true WWE pay-per-view by myself, not with friends. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Lesnar. Mm. So Stone Cold drinks beer. See, this is this is why I say it's weird, folks, because Austin by himself drinking beer. Do you know how strange that is? It's very fucking strange because normally when Stone Cold Steve Austin drinks beer, not, you know, in the middle of the performance center, which didn't exist back in the day in the, in the Attitude Era, but anyways. Broken Skull IPAs? Ah, come on. So the commentary team gave Austin a standing ovation. That's great. Byron Saxon. Oh, goodness. I'm pretty sure I'm going to catch this on YouTube where I guess you got to enjoy yourself. You know, it's wrestling. It's still like, you know, it's still like you're a kid. So Saxon gives him a hell yeah. And he says, what? Oh, my Lord. He held up an eight sign and Austin asked if Saxon was raiding him. <laughs> Someone did what my trainer asked. Okay. Austin says it's a rough crowd and there's no crowd. This leaves him in his suggestion. Saxon gives him a 10. 316 is when your boss works for you. Saxon gives him a 7. And Austin doesn't get it. 316 is when you can have beer instead of coffee. Saxon gives him an 8. Four letter words are always accessible. Saxon holds up a 5. Austin tells him to reconsider, but Saxon doesn't. Austin says 316 is the day you can whoop anyone's ass, and that's the bottom line. Oh, God. So I'm guessing, yeah, Saxon got invited into the ring. I knew that was going to happen. Austin gave him the stunner. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So Lynch and Austin celebrate, but that's probably the lone highlight of WWE Raw. Because, well, you know, in the middle of the ring. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Never a dull moment with Stone Cold. That probably put a smile on my face, uh, minus the Royal Rumble highlights, you know, because I don't know how many superstars were not able to make it because of travel or because. They really can't with all the bullshit that's going on. And I do say bullshit because this is not a newscast. This is a podcast. And I'm pretty sure... <coughs> Excuse me. And see, that cough really gets glares. It's allergies. It's not a dry heave. But anyways, enough about the medical crap. We're here to talk about professional wrestling on my show. With the influx of expression in my voice, you know what? Tonight wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Well, the end, that is. Some of the show kind of took a little bit to the imagination of why would you be doing a promo? Well, Edge has made sense. 
AJ's backstage, you know, I'm here, you missing a contract, dead man. I know what it is. I know what it is. I like the fact that AJ Styles added people are saying, oh, it's going to be a dead-ass match. Let me tell you something. A friend of mine and myself will be going to Tampa still because we've got some friends down there that we want to see and visit, okay? And it's a much-needed break, if you will. All right? And I'm very shocked, you know. Actually, no, I'm actually pleasantly surprised that an influx of listens to Wrestle Radio Network. It happened. We're on the, we are 48 listens away from 5,000 all time. And I know in a time like this, folks, you don't want to hear about self-gratification and saying, well, why does this asshole care about his all-time listens count? Well... It's nothing in comparison to when wrestlers work in the ring without an audience, but I've been pulling this together for the last three years, and I just want to say thank you to all the listeners still listening to this craziness. Much love to Spain, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia. I'm really sorry that you all are going through Again, the craptastic COVID-19 panic is, I think, the virus is creating a pandemic. We don't have the cure for it yet, but you know what, folks? In light of, uh, in light of events going on, you know, professional wrestling still might escape. And thank you for the network, and thanks for YouTube and Daily Motion. For allowing podcasts like this to have, you know, moments about and discuss. Royal Rumble was probably one of the last pay-per-views that actually meant something to fans, you know, that still hold on to the belief that WWE meant well with their pay-per-views. So is is, uh, WrestleMania going to be a terrible pay-per-view? I wouldn't know. Look, all I'm saying is it's very difficult to work a show without hearing a boo or a cheer. These guys act like or imagine, you know, if we were to hear a crowd, okay, what would it sound like? Edge still went out there and basically floored that promo. It was very good. I know a lot of you are messaging me saying, why are you doing a show? Well, I'm in the comfort of my own fucking home. And it's sad that people, you know, I'm just going to come out and say this and break the mold, you know, in here in a little bit. Because Off the Rails Uncensored is coming up. And that's not an age-appropriate show for kids under the age of 13 who are now currently being homeschooled by their awesome parents or being digitally taught online, which is, um, you know, Kind of unfair, but also I'm glad that I grew up in an age where we became very resourceful or we just became dependent, one of the two. Anyways, I'm getting off topic here. So ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, I'm going to discuss with you all the shit that's been going on in the world. 
And I do have uh, plenty of research to prove my point as to why things are the way they are right now in the world as far as, you know, the pandemic known as coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever the fuck you want to call this bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, the following sub-podcast is a show that was coined in phrase off the rails, uncensored. It is only appropriate for the ears and the listeners of the age of 13, actually 14, if you're a child, if you're an adult and you find my words offensive, go fuck yourself. I have no other phrase to describe it. But right now, if you have a minor under the age of 14 and you're letting them listen to this shit, well, I don't know what you're teaching them other than the fact that you have a 30-plus-year-old that speaks his mind. Any reproduction or dissemination similar thereof to Off the Rails Uncensored, the title and the phrase, you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Despite coronavirus, I can still prosecute. Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark sub-podcast of 2016, March 7th. <clears throat> Alright, fuckers. It's still time to buckle up and enter the head of good old Brian Rails because I'm going to express to you about what's going on in the world for the first time ever. Not new style, but just opinion. And also about what's going on the latest of professional wrestling. And, uh, yeah, you get the gist. Monkeys in the truck. My music. You get, ooh, yeah. Look in my eyes. What do you see? The Advertising, you know, despite despite all the nonsense going on, those of you who still want to train and become a professional wrestler, stop buying all the fucking Lysol. Stop hoarding toilet paper, assholes. No pun intended. And join the Monster Factory today. How can you do that? The website's still up and running. Monsterfactory.org. Do not email the office. Do not. There's a phone number that you can perfectly hit your lazy fingers up, right? Dial on the phone and contact the owner of the world-famous Monster Factory, one of, it, one of his associates, 
<clears throat> will answer the phone for you. If not, please do not email the author. The world-famous Monster Factory is located in Paulsboro, New Jersey. It has housed greats like Free Boy Larry Sharp when it ran in Clindenton. Also, the Asher of the Headbangers. Gee, okay. Balls Mahoney, God rest his soul. King Kong Bundy. Um, okay. Danny Cage. The world famous Monster Factory head coach, owner, operator, financier, you'll name it, he, mentor. This man is the real deal. I've been to two of the super camps. I learned a lot. You may be pleasantly be surprised, but this man is the real deal. He knows exactly what can get you to any professional wrestling company on the globe. He's got connections, folks. So invest in yourself today. Fight the bullshit that's going on. You don't live in a bubble. So wrestling training is not out of the question. Go to monsterfactory.org. Invest in yourself and become a professional wrestler, commentator, ring announcer, what have you. Danny will train you, train you all up best you can be. Sounds just like the Army, but it's true. Join the world-famous Monster Factory. And for those of you who would like to join a network of such, WWE, you can do so by going to WWE.com, going to the network section. It is your first month free, including the live streaming, no audience show for the first time ever, WrestleMania 36. A very, very odd showing, I guess, if you will, due to all the quarantining going on in each state. Um, I will get to that later. But for those of you fighting the good fight against cancer, you can go to susangcomen.org. You can also go to findthecure.com, a website dedicated to fighting pediatric cancer because cancer sucks balls. All right. So what's the uh, ideal performance you look for in professional wrestling now that all the advertisements are out of the way. Performing without an audience is the oddest thing I have ever fucking seen. So wrestling minus an audience dot dot dot. So what's the real goal here? What is, how do you how do you do that? Well WWE shown the last Two weeks, you know, one or two shows, I should say. SmackDown Live did it. Raw did it. I wonder if AEW could do that. I wonder if NWA could do that. I'm sure they could, because you're still putting on a show for millions of people who, you know, aren't going out of their house because they're afraid that they're going to catch something. It's never easy, folks, sitting at home. That's why I couldn't I could not watch the show all the way through because I'm so used to getting or seeing 
a crowd full of people chanting someone's name like Daniel Bryan. Now, it's just, okay, how am I supposed to watch the show? How am I, you know, how am I supposed to get through this hour? How am I supposed to get through the other hour? I'll admit that I was watching the match between Andrade Cien Almas and Rey Mysterio, but a part of me was like, man, I don't know if I can keep my interest on this match. Because we've seen it a hundred thousand, gajillion, million times. And I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, for the record, SmackDown Live did a much better job than Raw did when it came to broadcasting with with no audience. Nothing. They just had their entrances and then the cues on where to stand, what to say. It's one of those sink or swim philosophies. You either sink or you swim. And right now, there's a lot of questions on my mind as well as, you know, having no audience. So if we, you know, purchased our tickets, are we getting some kind of formal refund? You know, even if it was from a third-party site, Are you guys going to explain I'm just reading some of your shit right now It just makes me kind of like Okay, well you know what I feel like if you Truly want to understand why Yeah, I know that there's a virus going around. I'm doing a podcast. Here's the reason why you total wackadoo. It's because there needs to be a certain form of distraction. Some people don't like to hear it a thousand, actually, no, not a thousand, a million fucking times on air, on the news. And. I get it. I get that we're afraid. I get that there's no really good communication at this country as far as communicating. The government needed to communicate better. They communicated way too late when people were literally pining for toilet paper. And okay, professional wrestling is a great distraction. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Whenever someone feels depression, let's read what that is because I need to have some formal research involved in my show like I normally do. So, depression. Severe feelings, okay, of despondency. So, it affects your mood. So, yeah. Negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, the way you act. Depression causes, yeah, causes a loss. Okay. 
Depression causes feelings of sadness and or loss of interest in activities once enjoyed. I don't think it's well, I suffer from depression as well as well as millions of other Americans and people around the world. <clears throat> I don't think I've lost interest in professional wrestling. What I've you know, it's hard to to see main roster and what it's transposed itself into. NXT Oh, what do I think of NXT? I believe NXT to me <clears throat> is still the premier brand. Okay. And so the way I feel about how, you know, professional wrestling's helped a lot of us cope despite, you know, the wrestling not being all that grand in some aspects, it's still professional wrestling. And these these guys and gals they went in the ring as if there was still an audience. And that's fucking awesome. As I warn you, there's going to be expletives, even though there's a uh, pandemic going on right now. It will be serious because they said on ABC News that um, it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's a common phrase that was said, you know, it was during WWE Raw. Yes, I know. I flip back and forth the channels, ladies and gents, because that's what I do. Whenever there's some bullshit going on, the TV, the news, the newspaper, guess what? I know that in some instances it's going to repeat itself in a fucking loop, and people are going to get more paranoid because they're doing what you call copycat behavior. They see other countries hoarding shit, so they have to hoard it. It's a psychological pattern, behave, patternal behavior. And yes, copycatting, meaning doing the same as the person in front of you. In other words, a bunch of sheep. Thanks to your paranoid asses, a lot of wrestling's canceled. Not just Mania. NWA, Wrestling Revolver, WrestleCon. A lot of wrestlers enjoy... Oh, by the way, they enjoy WrestleCon because WrestleCon is just like Comic-Con but for professional wrestlers and fans to you know interact with one another. So now, because people are not only hoarding the wrong shit... By the way, folks... This is a respiratory disease. No one knows. Well, people know the origin of where it started in Wuchin, China. And that it made its way back stateside somehow because people were buying the seafood that was cooked or sold from there on the market. I don't like talking about current events around the world, but I am going to say the following. For those of you morons, stocking up on supplies not even hit the apocalyptic stage yet. But yes, people are aware that this is a pandemic. The percentage of people dying per state, you know, limiting our state to not have people come out. If you try and fuck with the virus, 
all it's really going to do is, well, it makes us aware that people don't know how to act during a time of crisis. We can still live our lives, I believe, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, but wash your hands, wash your ass, wash your feet, wash your fucking armpits, and stop being assholes. There's already a man that was stabbed in Georgia at a Sam's Club because some lady was trying to get water bottles. God forbid, if you don't have clean water, I understand why you get water bottles. In other words, quit acting like dumbasses. Have some sense. I have bipolar, Asperger's, ADHD, and I know a few friends of mine that have similar disabilities, maybe not quite to my extent, but you all are acting like this is the real life walking dead, and thanks to that, the economy is going to suffer for a whole eight weeks, so not until May will we ever be smiling again because people are acting stupid. A state of emergency was declared a week and a half ago. And now because of all this bullshit, I'm going to tie this back into wrestling. Wrestling has no audiences, no NBA, no MLB for two weeks. All the fun shit literally goes out the fucking window. Some of you are asking, what the hell? Well, you know, when the first month of rent comes... And you hoarded all that toilet paper. The pandemic has nothing to do with your ass. It has more to do with the respiratory system. So why didn't you buy a whole bunch of cough drops or airborne? Just, I'm probably suggesting the next thing to hoard. But then people moved on from that to ramen fucking noodles. Okay, for those of you who can't even boil water cook it in the microwave, good luck with that. And also, that's not going to help your digestive systems. Just saying. Want people to calm down, great. Now it's too late. They already shut down everything. And you think, well, why would you care, Brian? Why would you Why would you start berating people? Well, let's see. The media did a great job of causing extreme panic in reporting what we already knew. Yet other countries are handling this shit as if, okay, so there's, there's a virus going around. Eventually, you know, It'll get fixed. There was a lady on the news tonight on Facebook Live on NBC Studios that was saying there's a vaccine that they're testing. And we'll see if it works. If it doesn't, okay, know where it stands. In other words, folks, we here at Wrestle Radio Network normally don't report the shit that's seen online. I am going to read something that someone, actually, let me see here. 
Let me see here if I can find it. Okay. That cough in public would have got me in big-ass trouble. There's an article that says, Coronavirus 10 Reasons Why You Ought Not to Panic. All right, so this is from a blog called The Conversation. It says, Coronavirus 10 Reasons Why You Ought Not to Panic. Regardless of whether we classify the new coronavirus as a pandemic, it is a serious issue. In less than two months, it has spread over several continents. Pandemic means sustained and continuous transmission of the disease simultaneously in more than three different geographical regions. Pandemic does not refer to the, the lethality of the virus to its transmiss, transmissibility and geographical, geographical extension. Sorry, I cannot read. We know what it is. The first cases of AIDS were described in June 1981, and it took more than two years to identify the virus. Causing the disease of COVID-19, the first cases of severe pneumonia were reported in China on December 31, 2019. By January 7th, the virus had already been identified. The genome was available on day 10. We already know that it is a new coronavirus from group 2B of the same family, SARS, which we have called SARS-CoV-2. The disease is called COVID-19. It is thought to be related to coronavirus from bats. Genetic have been confirmed. It is a recent neutral origin between the end of November and the beginning of December. And although viruses live by mutating, its mutation rate may not be very high. We know how to detect the virus. Since January 13th, a test to detect the virus has been available. The situation is improving in China. Strong control and isolation measures imposed by China are paying off. Okay. A very detailed epidemiological follow-up is being carried out in other countries. Outbreaks are very specific to areas which can allow them to be controlled more easily. So in other words, folks, I'm not going to read through. Okay, 80% cases are mild. People recover. Symptoms appear mild in children. The virus can be wiped clean. Science is on it globally. There are already vaccine prototypes. Antiviral trials are underway. You see? Now, some of you may be saying, why the fuck are you reading news, P-Train? Why? Because there is no wrestling for me to criticize other than the fact that it might piss a lot of people off if you don't give refunds. Well, they already have money on the tickets. There's probably a lot of people that spent on travel packages. So the question is, how does one wrestle with no audience? That's a damn good question. That's like performing a play and no audience is there. That's like doing a big-ass rehearsal. So, I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure how to react to all this shit, but I do know 
But if my listen spiked up to 300 total in the fucking week, thank you all so much for listening to my crazy ass. Just saying. Now, when all the smoke fog clears, <clears throat> will I go back to being a cynic? In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Because as much as I critique WWE on their shit, there are a lot more important things going on right now in the world that needs to be addressed. One of those things is, for the love of Christ, people, if your mother said, jump off a cliff, or if your friend said, hey, man, I'm going to jump off this cliff and uh going to try and skydive on the way down. You see how stupid that sentence just sounded? I'm going to try and skydive with no harness, parachute, nothing. Just skydive and land on the cactus. And if you land on two, it's cacti, but that's besides the point. I'm going to look up the definition of copycat behavior because honestly, oh my goodness. I know this sounds like a psychology class, folks. I'm really not trying to do that. Just going to copy that behavior. An action usually deviant by a person or persons that resembles an incident reported in the mass media or seen in television, drama, or film. Copycat crimes are often attributed to the influence of the media as behavioral effects. They're usually a third-person effect or as a defense argument in court. This sounds like a fucking tutorial on the computer, man. The way my voice is sounding and all, it's really hella frustrating because of you people... And some of you may actually be wrestling fans. I don't know. But because of certain random people I do not know, it's nice to be aware of what's going on in the world, but it's also nice to know that because of you fucks, they've canceled several things in which people are not for sure that a disease could even be caught. You can catch germs. OMG, you can catch germs. So where in the fuck has this been your whole lives? Explain, people. Explain. Because <laughs> germs, a microorganism or germ, a microorganism, especially one which causes disease. There's a plethora of disease out there, and if you all think that getting a bunch of bleach, toilet paper, stocking up on food, guess what? There are some of us that will not be able to afford groceries because y'all are being stupid. So do you know how to ration food out? Because what if a real fucking situation comes up? I'm not saying coronavirus is not a real situation. What if a real end-of-the-world scenario comes around like meteors falling from the sky, rivers and lakes and oceans drying up, and frogs showing up at your front door? Locust flying out of the sky, and it looks like the scene from the fucking mummy. What are you gonna do? It's natural to be afraid, but it's also stupid to be pining 
for toilet paper. I saw a clip earlier today, folks, that really piqued my fucking interest and it made me laugh and disgust. When I saw people inside of Costco, looked like the sea of hands at WrestleMania 29. The minute this guy put his pallet in the middle of the floor at Costco, these people like a bunch of wild animals, like a bunch of hyenas on a carcass, I have a bunch of analogies, are going for said toilet paper and paper towels. Amazing. So that tells me some of y'all didn't wipe your asses or some of y'all are just trying their best to hoard toilet. What the fuck? If you're in a quarantine, do you know how long a roll of toilet paper can last? Let's ask Google, shall we? How long can a roll of toilet paper last? So a couple one pack should last for nearly four months. You see that? Did you hear that? Even amid coronavirus, U.S. toilet paper supply remains reliable. Okay. That's my spiel, folks, on what I believe is going on in the world. You have a market that's about to hopefully not crash. If we go into a recession, that's fine. I talked to one of my history teachers. He said, this is the statement that he said directly to me. So, okay. It said, an economy this large, so I asked him, I said, how soon do you think it will be for a modern-day recession? He says, an economy this large should take a month without damage and the fundamentals, if the fundamentals are sound. I am not sure the fundamentals are all that sound, but I don't see or just hope that we won't have a depression. Hopefully we'll show a recession that is only there for a few months of sitting out this shit, but return to the norm. This man speaks sense, by the way. The other um, thing, I'm not going to repeat this, but it says, this hit quickly because the government didn't level with us that. Besides the fact that humans are stupid, set off the panic. This is true. Traditionally, once the panic is over, people can get sensible. The problem is that we have my generation amongst us, the fucking boomers, who are entitled assholes in good days and psychopaths on the average day. (laughs) On positive note, this virus is going to fucking kill a ton of them before they can vote again. I like the way this man thinks, you know. If I'm repeating his shit on a podcast, you know, as I said, I couldn't repeat the top line because, well, I'd get in trouble and show would get shut down. Uh, but you know what? Movie theaters are closing, a whole bunch of shit closing. All I have to tell you is for the general public who goes out and wants to watch something fun, we can't do it now because people are all so concerned. We have sex with one another. We hang out with one another. We hold hands. We kiss. That's still putting germs together, and some of you don't even fucking brush. Just saying. How would I know? Because you can smell your breath from a fucking million miles away. We're all worried about cleaning our asses. How about brushing our teeth? Putting deodorant on? Oh, and 
allowing oneself to not be so goddamn paranoid. But like he said, eventually the panic will wear thin and we'll be able to watch professional wrestling. He didn't say that, but I'm going to say it. We'll be able to watch pro wrestling. We'll be able to watch sports again, basketball, football, whatever floats your boat. But for the fucking time being, the only thing that I have a concern about is if we already gave our money to WWE, you know, through a third-party site or, you know, just Ticketmaster, I'm wondering if we can get a full refund. And for the show to carry on in the Performance Center, I get it. I get why they did it. I get why they needed to. And some of you are saying, well, McIntyre got snubbed. I don't think getting an opportunity to face a champion at a major main event is being snubbed. But I could be wrong. He didn't get his chance to do it in the big arena. Like Seth, Roman, and all the rest of the boys. I get it. That's what some of you were saying. We don't know if he's going to win the championship at WrestleMania 36. We don't. But it still makes me wonder, you know, what kind of people have animals go into a store and steal for them? What kind of people go into a store and stab someone over a case of water inside a Sam's Club? You know, karma has a way of finding its her way back to some people. And I used to get so mad at someone who did something wrong. But now, you know what, I realize... There's going to be sweet justice, man, when these people who hoarded all this fucking toilet paper and all these food supplies. You can't get food back if you already opened the fucking package. But if you haven't opened any of your toilet papers, <coughs> do you know there's old people in this world? There's the elderly. That, or there's people that can't afford items on their wick list because you guys are fucking assholes. And you think only of yourselves? Well... What would you do in the situation? I just shop like normal because some of the shit that you guys are be getting, I don't show any interest in. And some of the cheeses you guys get, and some of the yogurts, and not just the cheese and yogurts, but what is so goddamn amusing is my friend, good old co-host Lady Lynn, told me that when they were getting groceries for her mother. the frozen pizza section and Target completely wiped the fuck out. That is insane. A friend of mine also, you know, my friend Vinny, he took a picture of Times Square. Completely empty. Devoid of human life. That's when it has home because I live in New York. And we're, we have been restricted the same amount of people like no more than 50 people in an establishment. That's going to hurt businesses. So all I ask to this country is, or you know, I'm going to tell you, is be mindful. Because, yeah, this may be a pandemic, but it doesn't give you the right to act like, you know, fucking bunch of sheep. I could give Granny Hulkster shit about, you know, how the Chiefs caused it because they, we did always tease her and said the world would come to an end if the Chiefs won a Super Bowl. 
I mean, kind of. People are, you know, it's not the virus that's the problem. It's the fucking people. The people that, you know, it's not the people that watch the news and, you know, it's like, okay, well, I know they're going to report it. If there's any breakthrough, cool. My parents watch the news and they're not this fucking paranoid. They are aware, like, as I am aware, but I also still watch, you know, other shit like professional wrestling and I watch stuff on Hulu to get my mind away from this nonsense. This is literally tearing the country in half again. Is there any any reason, rhyme or reason, why we would feel... I would feel compelled? Oh, dude. Watching the movie This is the End <laughs> kind of, it actually does speak a lot of truth. Except for without all the uh, special effects and people getting sucked into heaven, that would be that'd be pretty cool. But you know what? I gotta lay down the reel. If you think hoarding toilet paper and ramen noodles is gonna save your dumbasses, please fucking understand. You can still function as a human being, do your job, and pay your bills. We all can do that. We also can sit there and go to events without catching shit because if you're careful, you should be just fucking fine. And I know I got 60 seconds, but you know what? Here's what I got to tell y'all. If you seriously want to barricade yourself in a house because you feel the need to act a fool and teach your children to be a fool. Go on ahead. Because it's not going to prove anything. Do you know there are several more people that are going to be affected by this? And it's not just you. Eventually when you start over-hoarding food, what are you going to do with it if you don't cook it? And go out to eat all the time. You don't even know. Some of you don't even know how to fucking boil water. Or better yet, use a skillet. So what's the point of getting all that chicken and turkey? You can barely fuck do shit around the kitchen. That's some trifling shit right there. Some may say this is a very negative cynic attitude towards your own people. Look, I'm not the leader of this nation. There needs to be... A sense of calm and a sense of, okay, someone needs to take the reins and calm this country the fuck down. Because if not, I'm going to tell y'all right now, things are looking happy hunting because y'all really want to pull out all the food. Some of you don't have a clue what you all are doing. It's hurting not just sports, you know, like professional wrestling, MMA, boxing. It's hurting everyone. Even if you're a talk show host on daytime TV. And, you you know, you go to the grocery store and there's like barely any, any sanitizer soaps, trash cans. I mean, this is just crazy. You know, a few months ago when I bought the tickets to WrestleMania, I was thinking, okay, man, man, 
This will be worth it. Now I'm beginning to think, okay, what the fuck have I just walked myself into? So if you're asking why I'm going to Florida, it's because I need fucking relief, man. Yeah, New York's great. Except for now, we're all in quarantine because of your paranoid asses. I definitely point the finger because you know something? All it takes is one person to act stupid. Then the other sheep will follow and the other sheep will follow. Yes, I called some of you sheep. Well, I hope you have fun being infected. So, getting paper towels and toilet paper. Yeah, got it. Anyways, <clears throat> if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And please don't be assholes anymore. Come on, folks. This will subside. It'll be done. I have my word that eventually some of the medical professionals will find a vaccine that can combat this virus, and we all can go on our merry way, all right? Toodles, bitches. I got to go to bed. Nighty-night, fuckers. <laughs>